Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome to back to Rudy Max's world, or welcome into Rudy Max's world. I'm Rudy Max, aka the Savvy Traveler, your genial host for the next hour, where we talk about all travel all the time. We took the show on the road this weekend. I'm coming to you today from Meadowood, a lovely resort in Napa Valley, just next to the little town of St. Helena. It's about as lovely a spot in wine country as you're ever going to find. The resort is winding up its third year of a celebration called the 12 Days of Christmas. And every night for 12 nights, chefs, well-known chefs from around the country and, and uh, winemakers from the region here in Napa have conspired to produce incredible dinners for 50 very fortunate guests. The nonprofit organization called Share Our Strength, or SOS, receives a portion of the money raised during these 12 special days. SOS has a goal of reducing hunger among Americans, America's children by 2015. That's not a noble goal. I don't know what is. So if you're looking for some place to make a worthy donation during this holiday season, consider Share Our Strength. Even if you've never visited Napa or its sister valley right next door, Sonoma Valley, uh, you probably know it's a very easy drive from San Francisco, about an hour in mild traffic, and there are dozens of stunning wineries that welcome visitors most every day of the week to come on in and taste wines. Now, many of those tasting rooms also offer food, or in the case of some, I think specifically of Domaine Chandon, which produces a great sparkling wine. They've got a stunning dining room that offers multi-course meals. Here at Meadowood, the restaurant at Meadowood, it's called The Restaurant, uh, just received a third Michelin star. It's the highest accolade those picky Michelin judges can give to restaurants. There are only nine three-star Michelin restaurants in the U.S., according to the new 2011 Michelin Guide. This hour, we're going to talk with the young chef at the restaurant, Christopher Costow, and we're going to see what it feels like to have three stars on your resume. I know he was kidding with me last night when he said there's no way to go but down now, but I suspect he'll hold on to that star for many years to come. For the last, uh, for these 12 days of Christmas, Christopher's getting a lot of help because uh, people like Chef Linton Hopkins of Atlanta's restaurant Eugene cooked here one night. You may have seen him on the TV series Iron Chef, and he's a two-times James Beard Award nominee. The first night's dinner was prepared by Chef Masaharura Morimoto, who's got standing room-only restaurants in Napa and Honolulu, New York, Philadelphia, Mumbai, and New Delhi. And winemakers, including Mr. and Mrs. Staglin of the Staglin Family Vineyard and the folks from Trefethen Family Vineyards and Silver Oak Cellars, poured wine each evening. If this sounds good to you, go to Meadowood.com and mark that page. Maybe you can book a reservation for next year when they post it. You don't need an excuse to vacation here at Meadowood. It's got a gorgeous golf course and great pools, a fabulous croquet course. It's a beautiful sylvan setting, very romantic getaway. It's good all year round. We're also going to visit this hour with the legendary Napa wine figure, Andy Beckstoffer. How can I put this briefly? Uh, Napa would not be Napa if Andy Beckstoffer hadn't been invented and come here four dec decades ago. You're going to find out why shortly. And John Conover is a vintner who's accustomed to seeing his wines earn a sky-high rating of 99 points from Robert Parker. His vineyard is called Plump Jack. It's another allocated wine, meaning you and I have to work very hard to find a bottle. In fact, I'll ask him about that when he joins me. And I'll also have my deals of the week. But first, let's take a look at this week in travel news. Delta Airlines... Uh, wouldn't comment this week on reports that it's approached Virgin Atlantic, Richard Branson's airline, about a possible partnership. 
The British carrier isn't talking either, except to acknowledge it's received, quote, a number of lines of inquiry, unquote. Very British sounding, a number of lines of inquiry. Delta's SkyTeam Alliance lacks a member in the UK, and this is a deal that could help expand access to London Heathrow, the busiest airport in Europe. Speaking of busy airports, imagine an airport that could soon become the world's largest transit hub, boasting five parallel runways, four mammoth terminals eventually, and could handle more travelers than the world's number two and number three airports, that would be Chicago's O'Hare and London's Heathrow, combined. Well, say hello to Dubai's new $32 billion airport. The Dubai World Central Al Maktoum International Airport is set to open this spring. Dubai estimates the new airport will have the capacity to handle 160 million passengers annually. Now, Atlanta is the number one airport in the world as far as number of passengers go. It handles 90 million travelers a year, but this new Dubai one is expected to handle even more. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, You know, we talked about, we've talked in the last hour, uh, and we'll talk in this hour, about visiting wineries in in Napa and Sonoma and elsewhere in the Finger Lakes region of of New York, uh, certainly in the Santa Barbara area and in the wine-growing regions in the eastern part of Washington State and in Portland. But Europe's a different story. If you love a Bordeaux wine or a Chianti, you can't generally drive up to a vineyard and introduce yourself and taste their wines. Uh, Those regions don't traditionally welcome unplanned visitors with open arms. Sean Meyer has worked as a sommelier and wine director with some of the world's greatest culinary geniuses, including Napa Valley's own, Napa's own Chef Thomas Keller. Uh, You know his French Laundry restaurant. It's one of the three-star Michelin restaurants in, in the United States, one of nine. Um, and it's in the town of uh, Yonville, not far from here. Um, Sean Meyer worked there, and he now uh, works with a company called Destination Cellars, which specializes in setting up personalized experiences for wine lovers. He usually works with groups or companies to arrange special wine tours, entree to vineyards that might be difficult to get to, or perhaps a lunch at a special vineyard in Bordeaux. I asked him to join us for a few minutes to talk about how an individual traveler might be able to visit a favorite winery overseas. Sean, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you on board. Nice to be here, Rudy. Okay, so I have a favorite favorite wine, a Burgundy in France, or Bordeaux, both from France, or a Chianti, and I, I, it's almost you know my life's passion to meet the winemaker or or go to the vineyard and see where my favorite grapes are grown. What's how do I do that as an individual? Well, a um, couple of different ways. Uh, one is that we uh, specialize basically in, in making the, the impossible or unobtainable obtainable, whether it's, uh, you know, meeting that special winemaker and having lunch in his, in his home, um, obtaining those hard-to-find vintages, um, or even bringing winemakers to your home. Um, we do all these things. Or, um, you know, I, I think um, you know, probably an example, we, we uh, set someone up at Pop Clement. They met the owner, Bernard Meguez. They stayed at the Chateau. They had dinner with several vintages at the Chateau, uh, Mr. Marguez was uh, asking around the table about everyone's birth vintages because he wanted to have them all represented on the table. Wow. Um, you know, that's just an example of something that we would do. Um, but an individual being, might know, be able to go to their local wine store if they deal with them a lot and ask the distributor to make an introduction. Am, am I co- still correct in that? I know there was a time when you could do that. I think absolutely. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna head out there and you plan on hitting multiple places and uh, just want to kind of buzz around the area and and, and make some connections and taste, um, really your distributor um, or your local wine shop looking through the distributor is still the best way to go. Um, the Europeans have been um, so trained on the negotiant system 
Um, they rarely know what to do with visitors when they walk up to their front door. Um, <laughs> but if they if they're introduced uh, um, through a a wholesaler or a distributor, they they know exactly what to do with them, and, and they'll show you an excellent time. Sean, uh, I got to say goodbye to you. What's your website for destination sellers? It's www.destinationsellers.com, and that sellers like a dot wine com. seller with a C. Destinationsellers.com. Easy enough. And sellers with a C, as in wine sellers. Sean Meyer, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Rudy. Sean's a sommelier by training, and uh, he knows a lot about wine, so take his word for it. Don't go away. We'll be right back with a Napa legend. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Do only dogs hear dog whistles? You can enjoy multi-car safety feature and good driver discounts when you switch to GEICO. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you 15%. You know Sinus Buster works superbly because you've used it. We know Sinus Buster works superbly because we've tested it. Ours was a rigorous clinical test conducted with sinus sufferers like you. A test that confirmed that Sinus Buster began relieving congestion, pressure, and headache in under a minute. A test that confirmed that all-natural Sinus Buster was safe to use for weeks at a time. And now Sinus Buster is available at retailers including CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart. AutoZone. This winter, make sure your car starts every time with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. No one wants a car that won't start because of a bad battery, especially in the cold. So if your battery is four years old or older, get it tested today. If you need a new one, get a ruggedly dependable Duralast or Duralast Gold battery. Proven tough in the most extreme conditions. This winter, make sure every trip has a good start. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. The telephone number to call the program is 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Here again is Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. As you know, as I said at the top of the hour, we took the show on the road. We're coming to you from the very stunning Meadowood Resort in San Helena, or just outside of the town of San Helena here in California's Napa Valley. They've been celebrating the 12 nights of Christmas, and each night a well-known chef from somewhere in the United States and a well-known vintner here from Napa Valley uh, does a very special dinner. Part of that money goes to that uh, the diners pay. There are about 50 people who can attend. Uh, goes to Share Our Strength, the nonprofit organization that aims to eradicate eradicate hunger among children in America by 2015. And uh, one of the evenings, 
There's a fabulous wine called Plump Jack that's being served. Uh, we talked about allocated wines a little earlier. This is another one of those wines that guys like I can't get. But uh, uh, you've got to get on a list. Uh, it's so popular that by the time they're in the bottles, they're almost already sold. The man behind it is also a legend in Napa Valley for several other reasons. His name is Andy Beckstoffer, and he arrived here about 40 years ago. He helped make this a very special place. He owns some of the Valley's most historic vineyards, uh, including Toe Cologne. Am I pronouncing it correctly, Andy? Yes, you are. Welcome to the show. Uh, Dr. Crane, um, George II? Third. George III. George III. Sorry, typo on my, my part. Missouri Hopper. Uh, born Vineyard and Las Amigas. Or yes. Mis Amigas? Las Amigas. With an A-S, okay. Um, now, George wasn't, when you arrived here 40 years ago, uh, the Napa wine industry wasn't quite the guilt-edged industry it is now, was it? What did you find? Well, it was, it was a simpler place. It was a much simpler place. And the wines, I think, at that time were the best that was produced maybe in America, but they certainly didn't compete with the Europeans as it was. And we, we at that time, we had a little saying. It was called, uh, never let the sun set on the tourist, in that we wanted to preserve <laughs> agriculture. So you bring them up here to taste wine. You give them nowhere to eat and nowhere to sleep. You didn't have the restaurants. Meadowood existed, but not like this. But there were no restaurants in inns or anything of that sort to, to, you know, hospitality business wasn't here at all. Uh, in most of agriculture, it, it exists a lot today, is that, the, you know, the, the, the um, processor, the vintner is a first-class citizen, the producer, the, 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 the grower is a second-class citizen, and the farm worker is a third-class citizen. And we were like agriculture in those days. Not anymore. Not but you, you saw something, before we get to today, you saw something there, and you introduced new, introduced new irrigations, a new way of uh, spacing uh, vines. How did you know that stuff? Well, I didn't know that stuff. I just knew that I wasn't from here. And where, where is that accent from, by the way? I'm from Richmond, Virginia. Don't mention Virginia. Nice to have you here. Uh, it's nice to be here. Um, but I didn't know any difference, and I didn't know it couldn't be done. And, and I guess I was young and fairly aggressive, and my background was engineering, and that's about experimentation. So we did lots of experimentation, and we got lots of the, the people from the University of California, Davis, and Fresno State, and San Luis Obispo involved with doing things different, different than they had done it here. Now, I'm not going to say that wasn't controversial, the new guy coming in, but... Because you were supposed to be in Richmond growing tobacco leaves. Uh, yeah, or doing something back there. <laughs> um, drinking bourbon, for sure. Uh, <laughs> but they, they, we, we didn't do that. So then, but the people at Davis and the people on the forefront of ag modern agriculture, and remember, this is 1970. 1970, we're, everything is different in those days. And so we began to say, well, don't these vines need irrigation and you don't have a lot of water? How can we put it in more efficiently? So... We, that's drip irrigation. I can remember the people who presented the, the drip irrigation uh, uh, situation to us had been successful in the deserts in Israel. Israel right. And they made that presentation at the, I don't forget the name, but it's the 52nd floor of the Bank of America building. And that's where that presentation was made to us, and we... We accepted it at, at that point. Uh, and, and vine spacing, they had been doing vine spacing as they'd done for 100 years, but it's very inefficient. And so what we wanted to do was make it more efficient and produce better quality. Mm -hmm. And so that, that was the motivation for doing these things, for doing the experimentation and getting the people who really knew, the people from Davis and those other things who love to come to the Napa Valley. Okay, then you uh, you also in nineteen well in nineteen seventy nine was when the law was passed. But for years 
prior to that, you began insisting that a wine called a Napa wine would have at least 75% of Napa grapes in it. Yes. It was, I, I wasn't familiar with, with that struggle. I was an East Coast guy. Was that... Was it a struggle? Or? Unbelievable. Unbelievable struggle. I mean, it's brother, brother against brother. What, what happens is that Who they was were, against it? The vendors were against it because what they said was that all you're trying to do is raise the price of grapes. Make us buy Napa Valley grapes. And what they were saying is you're taking away the prerogative of the vendor to use whatever he wanted to use. But in, that's They wanted all, it both ways, though. They still want to call their wine Napa, though. And, and the problem, So the problems are, one, is that... We, it's all about preserving agriculture in the Napa Valley. And so you can't preserve agriculture in Napa Valley unless there's a, there's a, there's a market for our fruit. And what we argued was that, the, that we were protecting Napa Valley agriculture and not agriculture in general. And thus, grapes from Monterey did more, no more than for protecting the, the agriculture of Napa Valley than did orange juice from Florida. Mm-hmm. You had to do something to protect the vineyards of Napa. Plus, the Napa brand was at, at risk because if you ride up Route 29 and you have a winery on right in the middle of Napa Valley and it's sold there, you think if it's a California Appalachian, you think it's Napa Valley. Sure. And so you're bastardizing the Napa Valley, the Napa Valley brand. And so they didn't understand it at the time, but they, they began to, that we were really trying to preserve agriculture and the Napa Valley brand. But believe me, it was as controversial as anything ever was. It was probably as controversial as the original Ag Preserve Ordinance, which was put in in 1968. In 1968, the Agricultural Preserve Ordinance was put in, and it was a very controversial county ordinance, forced through mainly by some people in the industry. Today, it's not controversial uh, agricultural ordinance. It is, in fact, the will of the people. Today, I would say to you, you won't find anybody around here now who will admit that they were against the 75% rule. But in those days, we were vilified, my children were vilified, everybody was really bad guy. But that's what happens, and that's how things happen. My guest is uh, Andy uh, Bextoffer, who is a legend here in uh, Napa Valley. He's not running for senator, uh, despite the uh, rising tone of his voice. You sound like the politicians in my hometown of Washington, D.C. I like that in a guy. Um, some of your wines are, excuse me, some of the grapes that you grow in your vineyards are used in other people's wines. What's special about your grapes? What's special about Napa grapes generally? Well, what was the brand you had to protect by calling well, Napa wine Napa? Well, what happens is that some of our grapes come from vineyards that have produced great wines forever, legendary vineyards, and they're more legend. The vineyards are legendary. I'm not legendary. And what, ha- what happens in those vineyards is I can tell you what the soil and the climate and the, the location is, everything like that. But in a great vineyard, the total is more than the sum of the parts. And in every period, they have produced the greatest wines. Now, the wines they produced in the 1940s weren't as good as they do in 2010. But our job is as to bring that out and bring modern technology to, do, to that and bring it forward. But we're blessed with the Mediterranean climate here, and we're blessed with, blessed with great soils. And we're blessed with the opportunity to sell our wines at high prices, and thus we can afford all the research. We can afford all the research. We can afford everything we need to produce the greatest grapes. And the thing that people don't understand is that the Napa Valley was formed by rich people. 
people, the people who found the Napa Valley in the 1840s and 50s and 60s were rich people who knew about quality. They knew how to solve a problem with quality rather than more quantity. And that is part of the culture here. If you look at the wave of families who came here in the 1860s and the 1870s, the crabs, the cranes, and all of those peoples that did Tokolon and Dr. Crane, they wanted quality. If you look again in the 1930s and 40s when the Mandavis and the Martinis and Andre Chelichev came, all about quality. And we're the same thing. And that's what makes a difference. The attitude of ours to produce the very best quality and solve a problem of quality. All right, we got 40 seconds left. Your wine is Plump Jack. It's a famous name. How do you feel about your wine being allocated? I asked the same of uh, Bill Harlan. I mean, you, uh, does it break your heart that more people can't have it? Or are you simply proud that it's sold out before it's before you can get it on a shelf anywhere. I, I wish everybody could experience it because mm-hmm. it is a wonderful experience. Can you order it here at the restaurant? Yes, you may. All right, so there's your answer. If you've always wanted to taste Plump Jack, I have a couple of friends who are wine collectors, and uh, fortunately they once shared a bottle of Plump Jack with me, and I've shared it here during the 12 nights of Christmas. Very special night for me. Come on to the restaurant at Meadowood, and you can try it right here, so it's not totally unavailable. That's right. And uh, you got a Richmond boy telling you that... Uh, uh, that, that it's, it's, it's available here and it's good. And I just am so impressed that you, what you've done here for the Valley. And I know, I know your fellow vintners are as well. And I thank you for stopping in. Thank you. Andy Beckstoffer is, uh, is our guest. You got a website? Yes, I do. Beckstoffervineyards.com. Easy enough. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. I'd like to invite you on a very special trip in March, an 11-day wine and sightseeing tour of Chile and Argentina designed by Colette Vacations. We'll even do the radio show live during this adventure. This fully escorted trip includes airfare, lodging, 15 meals, and many other extras, even a tango lesson. We'll taste wine in Santiago, Chile, then take in Mendoza, Argentina, as well as exciting Buenos Aires. So call Colette Vacations now at 800-762-5345. Ask about the wine and wonders trip to South America. That's 800-762-5345. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Does a rolling stone gather no moss? No moss. You're going to have to trust me on this one. Switch to GEICO now and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you 15%. To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025. Or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. We're very lucky to be this weekend in uh, Napa Valley at the Meadowwood Resort, um, where it's a culinary and, I don't know what the adverb for wine is, uh, a great wine, 12 Days of Christmas. The resort is called it the 12 Days of Christmas. It's a celebration of food and local wines. Some esteemed chefs have come in here uh, to cook. 
and they are being coordinated and corralled by another esteemed chef. His name is Christopher Costow, and he is the only second American-born chef and third youngest chef to ever receive three Michelin stars. Now, in case you don't know it, the Michelin Guide is well-respected around the world. It used to only be in France. They expanded the United States, uh, I don't know, a decade or so ago. And there are nine restaurants in the U.S. that have three Michelin stars, and one of them is overseen by Christopher right here at Meadowood Resort in a restaurant called The Restaurant. Whew, Christopher, how's that for an introduction? you got to always explain that, that restaurant that, that thing. That sounded fantastic. That did. That's very we, should nice. do that. we should do that one more time. Very nice having you on. We don't Thank have you. any time left to talk to you. Perfect. But, uh, <laughs> that's, all, that's all I need. Um, that, let me ask you. You came here two years ago, and the restaurant had two stars. Mm-hmm. Did you, I mean, was, did, did management say, we want you to get that third star, Christopher, or did you think it might ever happen? Or what, what was in your mind about that? Uh, I mean, we certainly didn't uh, say explicitly we were going to get three stars. That was uh, okay. That's uh, something of a foolhardy goal. In that, the numbers being as few as they are of chefs who have received it, um, you're kind of setting yourself up for disappointment. Uh, we set out to create a cuisine that was ideally singular uh, cuisine and an experience that spoke to this place, um, and be be consistent with our food and honest with our food and uh, create good experiences for the guests every night. You must be the envy of chefs in other parts of the world because of the cornucopia of, of, of product that you have readily available within just the state alone. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's, 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 it's entirely a blessing. I mean, that which we're able to grow here on our property is, is astounding. What do you grow on the property here? We grow a lot of our vegetables here in our garden here. Uh, we, we have our own eggs from our chickens. We uh, have fruit trees. We, have, we do quite a bit of foraging around here as well. So um, it really enables us to do something very, very specific. I didn't know that you had your own chickens. So the eggs here are... Mm-hmm. The eggs that we use in the restaurant come from our chickens. Are homegrown. Absolutely. When uh, I know it was just a few weeks ago that the, the three-star uh, designation was, was announced, uh, can you remember how you felt? Uh, it was really, it's a very... It's how, a very how, do you, how do you learn about it, first of all? Somebody call you up? The director of the guide calls all the chefs the morning of, whoever got a star. Uh, I w- he saved me for last. And, um, <laughs> you know, I've, I've gotten that call, I guess, six times now. Uh, from him every year when the guide comes out. Because you at previous restaurants, right. you had so I got the first star my first year and second star, and then kept the second star for about three years. Um, and then uh, he calls and says, "Christopher, good to talk to you again. You got three stars." And then uh, you know it's uh, it's a very it's a very emotional experience to be honest with you. I mean, it's sort of a finite recognition of of a lot of years of work, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of uh, energy spent. How lot, old are you? Uh, Thirty four. That's incredibly young. I don't. I don't feel it. <laughs> well, I know the, the life of a chef is difficult. I remember interviewing Alan DeCasse at, uh, at his restaurant in Monte Carlo years ago when he got his third star, and like, he was giddy now, right. and he was probably about your age, or maybe, maybe probably about, probably yeah, about. about. Um, what did you do after you learned? Uh, I was actually at the time I was walking my puppy to the coffee shop with my girlfriend, and they called and. We sit there in the middle of the vineyard, which is you know kind of between our house and the coffee shop, and uh, <laughs> and we went and got some coffee. And, and she watched your head get bigger and bigger. Well, you know, I gave her the leash and walked away to take the phone call, and uh, and then you know the phone starts ringing, and there's a lot of congratulatory oh. emails and letters and uh, some partying, and uh, we actually took off from Mexico for a few days to just kind of enjoy it. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Now, how has it been? I, I, have you done a, a, a twelve days? I mean, I'm sure you haven't done twelve. Have you done this before? This is the third, the third year of this incarnation of the twelve days of Christmas. And is there any, you, you know, the stereotype of chefs or cranky guys in the kitchen yelling at people? I don't invite those people. So we invite, <laughs> we invite. You don't get those chefs here. No, no. I mean, we uh, we invite 
people who we respect in the field, oftentimes friends of ours, and people who, who we want to spend a day with. Is there a challenge? Uh, we talk about the avail- availability of great produce and fruit, uh, and, and I'm sure meats and fish as well. Um, you have a kitchen that I presume is quite spectacular. Uh, what are the challenges? Uh, Besides the ch- to keep it the keep cha- it at the level it is. The, cha- but- the challenge, honestly, is communicating successfully to the chefs that they have carte blanche. That oftentimes when chefs go do events, there's so many limitations placed on them, either by the number of people they're cooking for, which is often the case, mm-hmm. um, or they're cooking in a field for people. Here, they're in a Michelin three-star kitchen with all the tools at their disposal, with a fantastic staff and product. And the challenge is getting them to understand that they really need, they really can do whatever they want to do. But what is the challenge in 30 seconds? What's the challenge that faces you on a day-to-day basis? To stay out of their way. But leaving aside the 12 days of Christmas, I mean, when you're regularly cooking here now. To, uh, to stay focused and to not allow um, the expectations or desires of others to necessarily impact the product that I want to do. All right. Uh, there is one other three-star restaurant in the neighborhood. It's is about, there? Yeah, I've, it's called the French... Well, it's a laundry. It's called the... I don't know. It's, it's a French laundry, Thomas Keller. It's in Yonville. It's about a 15-minute drive from here. Uh, and it's legendary for you have to call, I don't know, a month ahead or three months ahead, the, the second the reservation lines open. I know you encountered a wave of, of reservations as soon as the, your third star was announced. Am I right? Yes. Is... Uh, can... Can mere mortals call now and make a reservation for dinner? They absolutely can, and we we hope they do. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely talking to you. Christopher is the chef here at at Meadowood. The restaurant is called The Restaurant. Stop and say hello to Christopher Costo. He's working hard. Don't go away. We'll be right back with more Napa. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at rudymaxa.com. Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Is trying to sneak out of a really boring meeting wearing tap shoes a bad idea? Sales growth has increased 2.9%. That's a reflection of aggressive... Ben, where are you going? Uh, nowhere. Headed back to my seat now. Switch to GEICO now and you could save hundreds on your car insurance. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. 15 minutes could save you 15%. How fast should your nasal spray work? Did I hear you say, as fast as possible? Well, we agree. So we made Sinus Buster Nasal Spray to bring you relief from pain and pressure in under a minute. And while most nasal sprays warn you to stop using them after three days, at Sinus Buster, we know the problem often lasts longer. So you can use all all-natural Sinus Buster for weeks at a time. Yes, not days, weeks. Sinus Buster, available at retailers including CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart. AutoZone. This winter, make sure your car starts every time with help from AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. No one wants a car that won't start because of a bad battery, especially in the cold. So if your battery is four years old or older, get it tested today. If you need a new one, get a ruggedly dependable Duralast or Duralast Gold battery. Proven tough in the most extreme conditions. This winter, make sure every trip has a good start. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. An important message from Medicare and the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Got two miles to go, John. Why are you smiling? Oh, you'll like this. I just changed my Medicare. Open enrollment? Yep. I compared plans and found coverage that's better for me. Did you see the new benefits we get from the new health care law? What? Like, well, 50% off brand name prescriptions for anyone in the donut hole. Really? 
Come on, John. You got to keep up. Open enrollment is November 15th to December 31st. Visit Medicare.gov or call 1-800-MEDICARE. Make plans now to join me in March as we head to Chile and Argentina for a special wine and sightseeing trip from Colette Vacations. I'll broadcast the radio show from there and we'll enjoy outstanding sightseeing and meals. The tour begins with four days in Santiago, then takes the dramatic drive over snow-capped mountains into Argentine wine country, then to fabulous Buenos Aires. Visit RudyMaxa.com or contact Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. Ask about the wine and wonders trip to South America. That's 800-762-5345. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transportation to the hospital of your choice. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit MedJet.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under Radio Sponsors for more info. Hey, you're back with Rudy Maxa. We're still here in Napa at Meadowood, a great resort outside of San Helena, the small town, that very charming town here in Napa Valley on Route 29. We're just off uh, the parallel road, uh, the Silverado Trail. Uh, by the way, if you do visit Napa, Silverado Trail has a little less traffic on weekends. You might want to try that, and it's got some great wineries along it as well. John Conover is joining me. He is a vintner, and he is participating in the 12 Days of Christmas Wine Fest and, and Food Fest going on here at Meadowood uh, this weekend. It's ending this weekend. It's been going on the last 10 or 11 days. Um, and one of the nights, his wine, Plump Jack, and his white wine, Cade, spelled C-A-D-E, were served, and I'm delighted to have you here. I know we talked earlier with Andy Beckstoffer, and he grows some of the grapes that go into your wine. Wines, excuse me. He does. We are uh, vintners, and we are our growers as well. We own uh, 71 acres of, of grapes, 50 in the, the village of Oakville, and then 21 up on Howe Mountain. And to supplement um, our winemaking, we purchase grapes from uh, a few outside growers, and our, but our most important is uh, Andy Beckstoffer. Um, here in Napa Valley. Tell me a little about you. What were you doing before you came to Napa Valley, and what brought you here? Geez, what brought me here? You know, I was so lucky. I, I went to school up, a uh, uh, school known for beer and wine, Chico State, and um, came down here to Napa Valley on a field trip one day And uh, when I was 21 years old, and I had that magical moment. I decided I wanted to move to Napa Valley, get involved in the wine business, which was very different in the early 80s. Um, and uh, You're the third I, guy to tell me this. I realized this really irritates dream. me because I didn't get to California till too late. <laughs> I, I feel very blessed. I've, my wife is here with Meadowood, and I've raised my two daughters, one that's going to school in Southern California and one that's about to go off to college and feel very blessed to live but here. did you go and have another profession before you came here, or did you I start? There, there's no What was story. your first job here? Uh, my first job was at Sequoia Grove Winery. Um, I worked in the cellar, uh, doing cellar work, working in the vineyards, working in the tasting room, and uh, over time kind of figured out what I wanted to do. 
Wow. And now you're the managing partner of uh, both Plump Jack and Cade Wineries. Both Plump Jack and Cade Wineries. A red one and a white one. Uh, we both actually make red and white at both wineries. Um, our goal at Plump Jack is to reflect the terroir, the sense of place, the soil, the vineyards of Oakville. And at Cade is to reflect the, the sense of place up on Howe Mountain, which is a little higher in elevation. Is Cade an allocated wine as well? It is. We're small production. We have same winemaker, Tony Biaggi at Plump Jack and Cade, same vineyard manager, same ownership group, our new lieutenant governor, Gavin Newsom. And Gordon Getty um, are my partners. Oh. Um, but again, it's the vineyards make all the difference in the world. And I've asked other uh, w- uh, winemakers who have allocated wines whether you're whether that frustrates you that you can't make more for more people, or whether you're so proud that that the demand is so great. Well, I think uh, really a little of both. For us, it's like I'm. Uh, hopefully, Andy talked. I'm sure he did. It's all about quality, not quantity. And we'd rather make a small amount of great wine than a large quantity of just average wine. So, some years, Mother Nature ultimately is involved, and we're sitting here in Napa Valley in, in December. It's pouring rain out there, so ultimately, she's involved and in, and she's responsible for what we have to work with. Well, she's been very kind to Napa Valley over the decades. You have a very, I, I understand, a very green winery. I haven't had the pleasure of visiting. Uh, it, it what makes it green? Green. Um, um, Cade, Cade is a gold lead certified winery, um, and we're all organically farmed. Um, our goal when we had this blank canvas to plant vineyards and build a winery was something that came to a quick realization that was going to be around long after I'm gone, my daughters are gone, and probably my daughter's daughters are gone. So we really felt it was important, and we were obligated to build something that was very responsible. So um, lead leadership in energy environmental design. Um, recycle materials, energy efficiency. Um, and so Kate is very, very green. Solar powered, we generate all our own electricity. Is there one there. or two little details that might surprise me that I that isn't traditional green? I mean, uh, that most well, people don't know about? A cu- couple of details. Um, the insulations, all scraps of blue jeans left over. We, um, we acquire those, we shred them, we spray them in the walls for recycle materials. I love that. Um, we have, again, the solar powered. Again, there's a lot of solar power businesses, but we actually have recharging stations at each one of our parking places. So if you come up in a, a, a Volt or a Nissan Leaf or even the new Tesla sports car, we can recharge your car while we recharge you uh, with some of our fine wines. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And are you open seven days a week? Can I come visit or do you need an appointment? You can come see us at Plump Jack. You can just drop by and see us and up at Cade, make an appointment about seven days a week, 10 to 4. And we'd love to, we're very proud of what we do and we'd love to show you our properties. And where can uh, listeners find your website? Um, www.plumpjack.com. Plump Jack, just like it sounds. Plump Jack, all one word, dot com. Hey, John, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much. Look forward to seeing your, your listeners up here in the Valley. I'd like that. Tell them Rudy sent you. John Conover is the general manager of Plump Jack and Cade, and uh, uh, an amiable guy he is. Of course, of course, why not? He lives in Napa and gets to drink wine. It's lovely all year round. We'll be right back in a moment. End of the hour. My deals of the week coming up. Don't touch that dial. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 
Welcome back into Rudy Max's world. I'm Rudy Maxa, right here in my world, and I'm glad you're in it. We're here every weekend on your favorite radio station. If you'd like to write me, you can write me anytime at Rudy at RudyMaxa.com. That's R-U-D-Y. Uh, drop me a line if you have an idea for a subject or for a guest. And if you'd like to talk with me about something on the air, I know we're a very uh, interview-driven show. I realize that. I sort of overbook here, but we're always happy to have, have a caller in now and then. Call 800-387-8025. And if it's a travel question we can answer, happy to do it. Remember, I'm not a travel planner. I can't. i, I got to tell you, I, I get emails sometimes of people saying, uh, my husband and I and our three kids, age 13, 6, and 2, are going to Europe for the first time. We're going to be visiting five countries. What should we see? Where should we go? Where should we where should we stand? What should we do that all the kids will like? Whew, there are entire guidebooks written about that, and travel agents can help you with that. So I can't help you with that. But if you have a specific travel question or point you'd like to make, 800-387-8025 is the number. Um, you know, airlines this week continued to report a huge uptick in business and revenue. Uh, which indicates the economy might be coming back. They're doing much better. They may actually be in the black for the first time in a long time. Uh, but one part of the airline industry that's booming even more than anything else is are the guys who paint the airline airplanes. Why is that? Well, because of all the mergers. You had the uh, Northwest and Delta merger. You've got Frontier and uh, Midwest Express. Now, how much does it cost to paint a, a 777? That's one of the big planes. As much as $200,000 per plane. Think of that next time you got to paint your house. and $200,000 to paint a 777. Um, a smaller A320 might only cost $50,000, but those big boys. Uh, companies uh, such as one called Leading Edge are running 24-hour shifts seven days a week, primarily because of the current big project, which is the merger of Continental and United. So I guess they're going to come out with a new logo, just as Delta and Northwest did. Anyway, uh, time for the deals of the week here at the end of the hour. If, you're, if you want a little warm weather, perhaps, and particularly if you're on the East Coast or in the upper Midwest, that might sound pretty good. Why not think about going to Palm Springs in Southern California? About a, I don't know, It's about a two-hour drive from L.A., as I recall. Uh, there's a hotel that's got what they call the Sweet Deal Package uh, that's good all of January, Sunday through Thursday, $179 a night at the Mission Inn Hotel and Spa in Riverside, California. Mission Inn Hotel and Spa, Riverside, California. It is, it's actually not in Palm Springs, I'm sorry, it was in, I saw this in a Palm Springs magazine. Uh, Riverside is more, where, Michael, that's more outside of L.A., right? Yeah, um, south of L.A., I believe. Yep, yeah, you don't know, he's from San Francisco, he's L.A., he doesn't pay attention to L.A. Uh, any, anyway, you can check out the Mission Inn Hotel and Spa. Uh, you'll get uh, deluxe accommodations for two for the night, a $20 gift card, uh, game, uh, redeemable for something sweet at Casey Cupcakes, you get valet parking, $179 a night through the end of January. Not a bad deal if you're headed to Southern California. And then in New York City, now this is, this is, these are fairly deep discounts in New York City. Um, there are three hotels that are offering great rates in, in, in New York City. One is called the Marrakesh Hotel, as you might guess. It's got a Morocco theme. Uh, uh, and they are offering... Rates beginning at $99 per night throughout January and February. $99 a night in the Upper West Side of New York. Uh, if you stay three nights, stay two or three nights, you'll get another 10% off. Stay four, you'll get 15% off. And if you stay five or more, you'll stay 20% off. Now, you have to know the code to get this. That code, the secret Rudy Maxa World code, is WINTER10, the number 10. WINTER, the numeral 10. Uh, you can find details at MarrakeshHotelNYC.com. A four-star hotel, four hotel called the Sanctuary Hotel 
uh, is uh, has just been renovated, and they have rates starting at one hundred and forty nine dollars a night for all the way through the end of January. This is also uh, in, in in New York City. That's about a sixty percent savings over nightly rates that are going to start at four hundred dollars a night when uh, the Sanctuary Hotel makes its sort of grand debut after its renovation. $149 a night, uh, unbelievable. Use the, uh, 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 go to SanctuaryHotelNewYork.com, uh, SanctuaryHotelNewYork.com. And the Westin on Times Square in New York, that's a very modern hotel, is offering rates that are about 50% off regular rates. Uh, the dates are January 2nd through the 8th, the 13th through the 25th, and then again in February, the 3rd through the 8th, and the 17th through the 28th. I know it's hard for you to remember those dates, but figure early January and early February, and then mid-January and mid-February. But go to westonny.com for details. Rates begin at $199 a week. It's right off Times Square. Fabulous prices for those hotels. Great time to go to New York. Uh, great time to visit and uh, at great rates because, as you know, if you've tried to go to New York, the prices are outrageous. I want to thank uh, uh, several people for bringing us this show. First of all, the uh, staff here at Meadowood has been very delightful in providing uh, accommodations for us. And uh, I'd like to thank uh, Anne-Marie Conover and Stan Bromley uh, for doing that. I want to thank our engineer who hails from San Francisco. He worked with us. You may remember a couple months ago we did a remote broadcast from the B.R. Cohen Winery when all those old rockers were there. uh, and Michael was with us uh, during that show, and he's doing it again uh, this show. So to Michael Baird, our engineer here in California, I thank him, and I thank Jeff Ryder, who's back in the studio in Connecticut, uh, linking us all together and making it all happen, and Anna Schofield is my executive producer. Thank you for joining me in Ru- 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 Rudy Max's world today here in Meadowood, outside San Helena in Napa, California. Meadowood.com if you want more details. See you next week. Have a lovely pre-holiday week. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.